Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Luke chapter 7. Verse 13, when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Don't cry. He came near and touched the coffin, and the bearers stood still. He said, Young man, I tell you, arise. And he who was dead sat up and began to speak. Then he gave him to his mother. Fear took hold of all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen among us, and God had visited his people. This report went out concerning him in the whole of Judea and in all of the surrounding regions. The disciples of John told him about all of these things. In the Jewish society of that day, you see, there were a plethora of rules and regulations concerning death and dead bodies. One of which was that you were to never touch a dead body or even the coffin that it was in. Jesus always placed his compassion, however, over any issue of being ceremonially unclean. Jesus could see that such regulations were only good at keeping men away from reaching out to others in need. Thus, Jesus was often known to touch lepers, mingling with Gentiles, and yes, even touching dead people. But as he did, he healed the lepers. He gave Gentiles fulfillment and brought dead people back to life. One can gather, therefore, that there is power in that touch. Now, naturally, this act of rebirth caused a stir in the neighborhood. One can only imagine the response of this man's family as death gave way to life. Many of you, in fact, know that response. You saw it yourself with your family when you were reborn in Christ. Ah, the dead was alive again. It's an interesting fact that his area was not a stranger to the supernatural. It was in that very region that Elisha raised the dead son of the Shunammite woman back in 2 Kings chapter 4. Yet that fact did not temper this event in any way, for it had been 800 years since such an event had occurred, and it had no doubt been relegated to the stuff of legend. But here it was for real, right up close and in their midst. Throughout the Gospels, we see that Jesus was moved when in the presence of death. Not because he feared, for we know he faced down his own death upon the cross. His compassion was always present when men faced the issue of death. Perhaps that was because he knew that we were never meant to face death, had it not been for sin that began way back in the garden. He knew that within him was the power to give back the eternal that man was created to enjoy. It seems that people recognized the hand of God in their midst. They perhaps failed to grasped the issue in its totality, but they knew a miracle when they saw one. This guy was definitely dead. Now, 
he was alive. It's something I will know myself someday when I open up my eyes in the internal. And you know, Jesus will be there too. Verse 19 we read, John called to himself two of his disciples, sent them to Jesus saying, Are you the one who is coming or should we look for another? When the men had come to him, they said, John the baptizer has sent us to you saying, Are you he who comes or should we look for another? And in that hour, he cured many of the diseases and the plagues and the evil spirits. And to many who were blind, he gave sight. Jesus answered them, Go and tell John the things which you have seen and heard, that the blind receive their sight, and the lame walk, and the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. Blessed is he who finds no occasion for stumbling in me. Soon after Jesus was baptized by John and the Baptist, by John the Baptist, John was placed in jail where the authorities apparently thought he could not cause any further problems. Now, in the meantime, Jesus was out doing miracles and pushing the kingdom into the forefront. It seems, well, that John was just like us. Things were not going the way he thought they would and certainly not the way he thought they should, for he was sitting in jail. After all, where was Jesus? It seems John had a plan for Jesus. It was a political and militaristic and maybe kingdom on earth plan. But you know, Jesus had another plan. Another method, if you will. People are, in a way, still looking for that same Messiah that John was hoping for. And such a man will appear one day, albeit in the form of the Antichrist. You see, John, he needed to know whether he was on the right road. He needed to be sure. Are you the coming one? Now, Jesus was rather patient with this question. And maybe that was so because it was asked with an honest heart and a sincere spirit. Jesus didn't defend himself herein, nor was he insulted. He simply sent John's disciples back with a message. Hey, John, take a look. What do you see? The blind see, the lame walk, lepers are healed. Look at the fruit, John. Look at what is happening here. No credentials or plaques on the wall can replace that, John. How about all of you? Do you ever wonder if your faith is in the right place? Ever wonder even about the exercise of your faith? Are you in the right place? Is the fellowship in which you participate truly a body of Christ? Do people on the outside cause you to doubt? Go and tell John the things you have seen and heard. We could say the same. Look around you. What do you see? What do you hear? Verse 24 of our text we read, When John's messengers had departed, he began to tell the multitude about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? Your reeds shaken by the wind? What did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft clothing? 
Behold, those who are gorgeously dressed and live delicately, they are in king's courts. What did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and much more than just a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. For I tell you, verse 28, Among those who are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the baptizer. Yet he is at least in God's kingdom. Yet he who is least in God's kingdom is greater than he. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.